This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll revisit the one-minute manager. It's actually really technically not really visiting it. I'll be honest with you. This book came out when I was 21 years old in 1981. And at the time, I was just a young airman. I just got into the military. I heard about the book. Never paid attention to it because it was nothing that I was really interested in. So I never really read the book. But as I was looking through a used bookstore, I saw I saw the book and I thought to myself, well, you know, I heard so much about this book a long time ago and even still some, you know, old timers talk about the book. Some, you know, it comes up in conversations every so often. So I decided, you know what, <laughs> let's take a look at what this book is, is about. Uh, let's see what, what, it's, what was the big fuss about it. As I take a look at the cover of the book, it says, The Runaway Number One National Bestseller, 12 Months on the New York Times Bestseller List, The One Minute Manager. The author of the book is Kenneth Blanchard, Ph.D., and Spencer Johnson, MD. And if that sounds familiar, that, that Spencer Johnson name sounds familiar, that's the person who wrote the book that I really enjoy, uh, Who Moved My Cheese? Now, I'm, I'm sure it, you know it, it's coming back to you. Spencer Johnson wrote that book, and that one here is, a, is an awesome, awesome book. And a lot of people, you know, you know, bring that up all the time. And in fact, uh, if you take a look at uh, Who Moved My Cheese, the forward is by Kenneth Blanchard. So I guess they remained friends for, for all this time, which is really cool. But let's take a look at The One Minute Manager. Okay, when you, when you take a look at the book, and I'm looking at my copy, and, and like I said, this is uh, copyright was 1981. So, you know, one of the things that I really kind of like to, to look at is how management progress from, you know, through the ages. In this case right here, 80, 90, 100, 20, God, almost 40 years ago, this book, you know, um, came out. So you start thinking about the challenges that they had 40 years ago. Now, I'm looking through the table of contents, and it says one minute goes. And then the second secret, which is, they actually call it secrets of the one-minute manager. And the first secret is goals, one-minute goals. The second secret is one-minute praises. And the third is one-minute reprimands. And we'll talk a little bit about that later on. Now, when you take a look at the goals, the book talks about writing down a goal that you want to achieve, whether it's every day or you know, whenever you have a project coming up, write down a goal on paper. And one of the things that I noticed about the book is it talks about writing a goal very specific. I'm talking about with a lot of details. So if the goal was to clean a warehouse or clean your your bedroom 
or have the kids clean the game room or something like that. The goal should not be very vague, like, yeah, go clean the bedroom. That's your goal, to clean the bedroom. No, it should be very specific. Go ahead and sweep and mop the, the floor, put away the books, put away the games, put away the PlayStation console. It should be very specific, very detailed as of what you hope to achieve. And when I think about nowadays, when I t- ask people you know, to set some goals, I never ask them to, to actually write it down. Writing it down, I guess it's okay. Maybe it's a little bit antiquated right now, you know, because nowadays, right, somebody can actually put their goals, maybe write their goals in a little notepad on their cell phone. It's okay. So so I guess for the time, it was okay. Write it down on paper, something that you can see, something that will remind you of what is it that you need to achieve. That, that That's fine. Be very specific, very detailed as of what you want to do. So that way you can measure whether you actually accomplished everything within your goal. Did all the books get picked up off the floor? Did the PlayStation game get put away? Did the warehouse get cleaned? Did the warehouse, you know, um, all the equipment is in one place? Okay, I can understand how a one-minute goal is, is okay. And like I said, a reminder, something to remind you of your goal. So as I'm thinking about as a leader... I, I really don't approach my supervisors as to, you know, create a goal. What's your goal? You know, I, I sort of kind of, okay, I give them my expectation. I expect, like I said, you know, I was working with the postal service. I expect my supervisors to get all the this zone out by 7 o'clock. You know, make a goal to get this out. At, because what happens is I empower them to go ahead and, you know, actually come up with a plan to actually do it. And I guess that's the difference between the ages, between way back then uh, concept, the concept that they had way back then and the concept that we have now. Because nowadays, it's sort of like, don't tell me how to do it. Just tell me what needs to be done. So I, I think some of that, that um, concept is, is progressed. It's kind of evolved over the almost 40 years that this book uh, was out. Now, the second part of the secret of the one-minute manager is a one-minute praise. Now, this is something that I can agree with. You know, it, it worked way back then. It still works today. One-minute praise means that be aware of what the goal of your employees have to accomplish and be able to go ahead and and tell them, hey, you know, you're doing a good job. You're doing a great job. You know, compliment them. Because when you get positive reinforcement, people actually perform better. People can outperform anyone as long as they feel good. If, as long as they feel appreciated, as long as they see that somebody notices what they're doing. So I, I'm totally 100% behind one-minute praises. And the thing about it is that the book actually talks about praising your employees. Okay, that's good. That's all fine and, and dandy. And, but the, the book also talks about, and if you take a look at the cover, it says, A Gem. 
manage a home, a business, or a family. It works. And you know, and that that's true. Because you should always praise your children, especially when when they're doing a fantastic job. Okay, you know, you know, sure, you know, you got three A's, two C's, or, or a couple of B's, whatever. Just praise them. Just give them enough praise so that they can feel good about themselves. Maybe not too good about C's, but but anyway, you know what I mean. Praise them constantly. Praise, and people feel good about themselves. And and it's a concept that worked way back then. Well with the one-minute manager, as it does today. And and the whole entire thing is you don't have to do something big, huge, and elaborate to actually praise somebody. Just a, wow, that was a great job. That was a good work on this project, that project. It just has to be, just take one minute. And I challenge you to go ahead and find someone and praise someone for the work that they do. I go to work almost every day. And I always see these military troops at the gate of the facility where, where I work. And they're constantly checking IDs, constantly checking IDs. And every so often, if an officer is coming through the gate, you know, driving through the gate, the, the soldier will actually, you know, get to attention and salute the officer. So for me, <laughs> that's an opportunity for a one-minute praise. In fact, it doesn't even take a minute. Because usually what I tell the, the soldier at the gate is that, hey, I noticed that sharp salute there. That was very professional. And it made them actually feel good about what they, what they did. And sure, that's protocol. They're supposed to do it, this and that. But when it gets noticed, they feel good about it. And the thing about it is it's not just that. It's not just your subordinates. Praise anybody. When you go to the bank and, and the teller you know, does whatever service that you're that you require, praise them. Say, hey, you know what? That was a fantastic job there. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate, you know, how you, how you did that. Thank you. You know, the cashier at at your local Walmart say, wow, thank you very much for, for taking care of everything that I needed. And, you know, they always say, oh, well, you know, they're defying everything. I said, well, you know what? I found the best cashier in the store. Thank you. It's constantly praising people. Get into into the into the mood of constantly in the mindset of praising people because people people live for that you know uh, here's the, the third step of the one minute manager and in the original book this is the 1981 version of the book it's it says the third secret the one minute reprimand the one minute reprimand I guess at the time, I, I guess they, they were okay with it, okay, uh, reprimanding people for not doing a good job, right, you know, and, and like that old concept was, you know, reprimand people, and then so afterwards tell them, well, you know what, I still believe that you can still do this job, I still believe that you're capable of doing this and that, you know, it's that whole entire thing about, you know, sa- sandwiching, you know, maybe a reprimand, saying, hey, you know, starting off with a, a good compliment and then to go ahead and give them a reprimand and then to end up at the very end with a, with a compliment saying that I still believe that you are the best person for the job. I'm sure you can do this. I have confidence in you. Um, but one of the things that has evolved and one, one thing that I noticed about this book is that they made a revision, the brand new version of The One Minute Manager. In fact, it's called 
the new one minute manager, which I had to, uh, in fact, I, I'll, I'll admit, I use Audible to actually listen to it because I am so busy and I really enjoy Audible because, you know, I can get through a book probably within about a day or two because my drive to work is that long that I can probably listen to it. And that's why at work while I'm driving, I can listen to a book. And one of the things that I noticed is that they changed the third secret from a one-minute reprimand to a one-minute redirect. That sounds a little bit better, doesn't it? That sounds like, you know, you're not really being hard on the person. You don't want to be hard on the person. You don't want to bring them down. You don't want to discourage them. Uh, you just want to redirect them into the right way to go. You know, and one of the concepts that they talk about in the book, and I, and both the the old book and the new book, is basically, is that the the reprimand slash now redirect is supposed to help you think about the decisions or actions that you made that are not in alignment with the goals that you set out for yourself. So so what happens is, is that take one minute to say. Okay, um, so the goal was to do this, but you chose to do that. How do you feel about this? So you so you allow the person to actually, I, and, and the way I read this and the way that I understand this, you allow them to actually reprimand themselves in a way. And that is to understand, okay, you know what? Yeah, I made a mistake. I acknowledge that I made a mistake. I bought. I, I can buy this. This is my. This is my my doing. So, a person can actually think about it. One of the things that you have to do, and in both books, the new book and the old book, talks about is that when you're redirecting someone, you're actually addressing the behavior, the action that was done, not the person. So if somebody that I told to make sure that you get the mail out by 7.30 in the morning and it didn't get out at that time, hmm. so what was it that happened with the plan that you had? Let them think it out. Okay, so that action didn't, didn't work out, did it? What could we have done better to make the goal, to actually do the job, you know, and get the mail out on time, or whatever the case may be, whether, you know, you're making widgets in a factory or you're doing customer service or sales, it doesn't matter what it is. Allow the person to acknowledge what they did, think about the action, and and come back and maybe regroup and come back with another idea or something. At that point, if you understood what happened and what was wrong, after they had a chance to think about it, you could actually come back and say, would you think that maybe perhaps you could have done this maybe this way? Give them something else. The whole entire thing is to allow them to make the decision to correct the action or behavior that led to the failure of a goal. Because that's the whole entire concept of allowing somebody to grow 
to, it's very important for people to grow. And they're only going to grow if they, they learn by their mistakes. You redirect them. Hey, what was the original goal? Redirect them. You can also take a look at the goal, what the goal was. If they wrote it down, right? You know, they, they know that they had to go ahead and do this, 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 this. You know, so, but the whole entire thing is that they need to acknowledge they made a mistake. The action that didn't work out, it wasn't in alignment with their goals. But they're going to be able to do something, you know, better later on. And that, like I said, that allows them to grow. And you, you're not micromanaging them. And one of the things that I get out of the book is don't make other people's decision. And this is a concept that, you know, I talked about in previous uh, episodes about making other people's decision. Allow people to make the decision. Um, although there are people out there, right, that says that there's a lot of people that are indecisive, they can't make decisions and stuff. Uh, but that's a different concept. That's a different uh, podcast. But the whole entire thing about the one-minute redirect is to let them refocus on what they have to do figure out different actions, different courses of approach to take care of a problem. So, but that's the whole entire secret of the the one-minute manager. Like I said, the very first goal is the one-minute goal. Write it down, maybe in your, your tablet, on your cell phone, on a piece of paper. Write it down, a one-minute goal, that very clear, com- comprehensive, goal that you're going to do and it could be something you're going to do every day it could be something that's maybe it's just a project just write it down to remind yourself take a look at it okay hey am i doing this you know and put enough details in there okay well did i do the a b c d so that way you can come back and take a look at it number two like i said the second secret is praise praise your employees praise your family praise your friends praise anybody that you see get into the habit of praising people for a, a job well done it makes them feel good. And and let me tell you, it makes me feel good telling somebody that they did a good job. It's, it's, it's an awesome thing because, you see, the very first thing that happens is when you praise people, they get a smile on their face. They, they feel really good about themselves. And when people feel good about themselves, they can outperform anyone. It's just totally incredible. And, again, the third part, the third secret of the one-minute manager is the one-minute redirect and I'm, I'm going I'm to say redirect, you know, the one-minute reprimand that the old book had. I, I, I really, I don't know. I, I have a problem with that. Well, I guess it's nowadays. I, I really don't feel, you know, that a one-minute reprimand feels good. And obviously, uh, obviously, um, the, the writers Blanchard and Johnson uh, probably feel the same way. That 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 word is an old word. It's a, it's a word that was okay. It was all right to, to use way back in 1981. But I think people nowadays are, are a lot more sensitive. They're, they're more more sensitive and more accepting of a redirect than a reprimand. Because a reprimand automatically says, hey, you know, I, you are totally incompetent. You don't know what you're doing. I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, yell at you. And, stuff. and nobody really wants to get yelled at. So I can understand why they, they changed it in the new version of the one minute manager it's being more sensitive to people's you know thoughts and feelings and I, I think it's a good thing 
You know, and that's and to me, I feel like that's really kind of unusual. It's kind of nice that they actually can, you know, understand how things have changed over time. And this is, like I said, this is a book from 1981. It came out when I was 21 years old. And I'm going to try to see about doing some more of this, you know, taking a look at some of the, the books and concepts and that people had way back then and where we're at now. Did we evolve? You know, because let me tell you, there's, there's still a lot of organizations that still use this concept. Okay, the goal, the goal setting, that's great. That's awesome. Um, the, 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 the praising, that's awesome. That's awesome. But there's still a lot of companies out there that they, they focus more on reprimands. You know, how many companies have you ever seen that, you know, they really don't tell people that they're doing a good job. But let me tell you, they'll, they'll let you know if you did a bad job. There's a heck of a lot of companies out there. You know, if Blanchard and Johnson can evolve from 1981's version of the One Minute Manager, I'm sure we can. I'm sure organizations today can evolve and change and be more aware of the feelings of today's employees and, and today's family. Because like I said, the, the book, it says it's whether you're managing a home, business, or family. And, and that's so true. But I, I'd like to th- thank you very much for listening to my podcast. This is, uh, t- to me, like I said, you know, we're going to probably try to do a little bit more of this. This is going to be very nice. And um, I'd like to invite you to, um, you know, send us an email at leadershipinmotion at 036 at gmail.com. If there's any topic or anything that you want us to talk about or maybe touch upon, maybe do a little bit of research, you know, for something that maybe you're facing in your workplace, go ahead and drop us a line at leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. And take a look at our webpage. On our webpage, we also, we also have a Patreon page. A Patreon page is we're trying to create an outreach program where we can go out into the community and actually uh, teach people within the community. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things that I really enjoy doing is talking to millennials. Millennials, they, they are eager to learn. They are eager to, to understand concepts of management and leadership because nowadays a lot of them are being thrown and thrusted upon it, 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 the workplace and they have no concept about how to actually lead and motivate people within an organization. So the Patreon page is for us to create a training program, online and outreach program, so that we, we can go out and actually teach people leadership concepts. And we hope that you can go ahead and support our, um, our podcast that way. I'd like to thank you very much. And if you can, please subscribe to our podcast, um, write a review, do whatever you can to, to support our podcast. This is this is actually not only our podcast, but your podcast so that you can actually, you know, come up with thoughts and ideas, things that can, you know, help you within the workplace. Something that can help you maybe also like you know, next meeting that you go to, right? You know, come up with, you know, maybe new ways of looking at things. You know, come up with ideas that will help you within your workplace. And that's what leadership in motion is all about. Leadership in Motions is about getting people to move, move, lead, go out there, make a difference, make a change, make a change in someone's life and stuff, right? Like that one-minute manager says, right, you know, praise people. Make a change in somebody's life by telling them 
thank you. Thank you very much for your service. Thank you very much for, for you know, what you did. That was an excellent, awesome job. Because let me tell you, we all need a little bit of appreciation. We can all use a little bit of appreciation. Thank you. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful week. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.